A new first-of-its-kind study out of Canada has discovered a way to make a universal organ that could be used in all transplant recipients, regardless of blood type. Like right now, though, uh, patients are matched with a donor based on blood type and other factors as well. And in many cases, that makes the wait much, much longer to be able to get an organ. Dr. Marcella Siepel is the Surgical Director at the Transplant Center at Toronto's University Health Network and joins me on the line. Welcome, Doctor. How, how much of a big deal is this? Hi. Um, yes, um, we think it's, uh, it's going to be a big deal. Um, of course, we still have a few steps uh, you know, to go on some clinical trials to, to confirm uh, our findings, but uh, you know, assuming that what we saw in these uh, experiments confirm, you know, when we uh, do the actual transplants, this can really change the landscape of, of organ transplantation in general. Uh, how much impact does blood type have on organ transplant? For example, if you were to have, I don't know, AB and, and you were looking for an organ, does that significantly limit you in terms of which organs you can receive? Yes, uh, so, so some blood types you have to wait a lot longer, um, and you know for for some organs like lung, for example, uh, that may mean that you won't make it to the time of transplant. Um, in other organs uh, such as kidney transplant, for example, that means waiting you know a few years longer, um, and uh, and and so that's uh, one of the major issues that this project uh, is uh, addressing that we could use the, you know, the next organ available to the patient in the most need um, independently of the blood type of that person. Uh, what, what does this mean for the future of blood transfusions? If we can do this with organs, does that change our understanding of, of how we approach blood types? Yeah, I mean, this is uh, totally applicable for, for blood transfusion. In fact, uh, these enzymes uh, that were developed at, uh, at University of British Columbia, which are collaborators on this study, they, they have tested this in blood uh, previously. And that's how, how I found that them, um, you know, to have a partnership in this study to uh, do a similar uh, concept in, in a whole organ for transplantation. Uh, what's the next step in terms of this? Uh, where are we on, on research and, and how long till possible implementation? Yeah, um, we, uh, one of the uh, difficult uh, aspects of this research is, you know, usually animals don't have the same blood type as humans, right? So it becomes difficult to simulate, you know, in, in a transplant model um, in an animal. Um, and, and that's the reason why we used... Uh, human lungs in this study that were declined for transplantation. Um, and uh, after uh, performing the treatment, uh, we uh, re-injected uh, the organ with, uh, with a different blood type. Um, and, uh, and we did not see any evidence of, of uh, hyperacute rejection, uh, which would be what we would normally observe. And, and that's actually what we observed in the lungs that we didn't treat. So we, we think we probably can move to, uh, to some uh, clinical trials in the next 12 to 18 months. And of course, we'll start in a very cautious manner. Um, there are some donors uh, that they have a, a much lower 
antigen expression, for example, that what we call the blood type A2, they have much lower antigen expression than the blood type A1. Um, and so we're going to start using those donors as an implementation of this concept. And, you know, as the results come by on the clinical side, we'll, we're going to start expanding to other uh, uh, blood types. It is fascinating stuff. I appreciate your time today, doctor. Please be well. Thank you. Uh, that is Dr. Marcelo Sipel, who is Surgical Director at Toronto's University Health Network, talking about a new study uh, discovering a way to make universal organs, regardless of blood type. Let's get you caught up to date with uh, public opinion polls. Maru public opinion poll coming out this morning. I'm going to drop a couple of facts and details on you. I, facts. Facts and polling. Yeah, I don't know. You know, maybe... Let's just say I'll, get, I'll drop some numbers on you for polling, and then you take it under advisement. 66%, according to this new public opinion poll, 66% of Canadians support Trudeau invoking the Emergencies Act. 82% say the three-week protest in Ottawa has gone on too long. 67% say clear them out. 71% say this is an international embarrassment for Canada. 54% of Canadians blame politicians for what's happening. And I think this was an interesting one. 56%. A majority of Canadians believe that premiers are caving by lifting restrictions. Now, I want to put a bit of a bow on something we were talking about earlier on in the program. I opened up the phone lines and I asked you whether or not you have a different emotional response these days to seeing the Canadian flag. I, I pose the question, if you're driving down the road right now and a pickup truck goes by, just a, or just a car anyway, it's got a giant Canadian flag flapping out the back. Like, what's your initial response to that? Do you think, well, there's a person who supports the convoy? Or are you just thinking, well, there's a person who's celebrating a gold medal win in hockey? Canadian women's, congratulations. I, I, I think you're... First instinct is to go with the former of the two. And I, I asked people to, to let me know how they were feeling about the Canadian flag. I'm not talking about whether you like it or not, or whether you're proud of it, or you're whether proud of the country, or whether you're patriotic. That's not the question. I'm asking you about your emotional response to the flag. Uh, and Michelle wrote to me, and I just want to read you what she wrote to me. She says, hey, Alan, I have always flown a flag. So proud to live in the greatest free country in the world. We took our flag down for winter, but honestly, I feel our flag has been bastardized. I'm glad it's not up because I would not want to be mistaken as supporting the current situation in Ottawa, the Ambassador Bridge, etc. Honestly, I don't know if I will ever fly a flag again. I appreciate you writing to me. By the way, you can uh, write to me. Anytime you like, my email is alan, that is A-L-A-N dot Carter at globalnews.ca. Let me know what you're thinking about it because I think it is a touchy subject and I, I and it's it's tricky when you start talking about the flag because it, it provokes, you know, emotions. We have strong emotions about it. You know, it, it, it's obvious that we do. And I'm not, I'm not asking you whether or not, you know, you, well, we should take the flag down. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that under the situation that we've been through and, and what we've seen over the past couple of weeks, do you have a different emotional response to it? And I think a lot of people do. I want to play this for you. This is Christian Freeland this morning talking about 
how the Emergencies Act, which is uh, being debated and uh, passed in the House later today, apparently, uh, already accounts have been frozen. Here's uh, Christy Freeland. I have those numbers here in front of me, and they were reviewed just last night by me and Minister Mendicino, Minister Blair, the Prime Minister, and Minister Lametti. But I'm not going to share them uh, with you right now because operational actions are being taken, and we want to be very, very careful not to jeopardize those operational actions. All right. One of the troubling things is that the deputy prime minister was asked, are you going to go after, you're going to use these new uh, powers to go after people who have just donated a hundred bucks? You know, is it, are they going to go against, you know, the big fundraisers or are you going to actually, you know, freeze assets of those who put a hundred dollars in to give, send, go, regardless of how you feel about that. And there wasn't really an answer. There wasn't really an answer, and that has got to be concerning. We're going to stay on top of all of that, plus the situation going on in Ottawa. Join me tonight on Global News on TV at 5.30. We'll talk again tomorrow at noon.